Thanks for tuning into the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we'll debate and discuss the NFL, the NHL, English Premier League, pro tennis tours, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can do so on our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. What's good? What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Ferris Milano, and welcome to another edition of the LGR Fantasy Football Roundup. It is our weekly show breaking down our fantasy league by the patrons for the patrons. And we're going to do this next year, too, which is going to be kind of cool. But uh, today is going to be it's a special day. We got a guest later on coming into the show. The CEO, the owner of LaMarvel Studios' team, Antoine Henderson, Tony Hendo, Ravens Online on Gatekeeper, the man of many names. And many gifts and trinkets. He is the man, the myth, the legend. He will be on with us later on. But before we get to that, I just want to do a little kind of a recap of what happened last week. The scoreboards and the people who won them. Uh, we got one more week till the playoffs. Next week's the last week. So let's get right into it. You know, no must, no fuss. Let's share the screen and let's get busy. All right, y'all. Right there. Here it is, man. Last week. Let's break it down. Game number one, Atlanta AT, the Panthers, my team. We beat down four downs, not three. Ryan Christensen's team, we beat them 141.7 to 78.8. My top guys are Devontae Adams, Garrett Wilson, and Jared Goff. My guys, my ride or die. Shout out to Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson looks like a top 10 pick with any quarterback not named Zach Wilson. You know? Conundrum, not conundrum. Thank God they benched him. That's all I got to say. Then we move on to the highest scoring team of the week. Long Reach Hurricanes own Brodney. He drops 192.8 to the Winton Thunderbears, the worst team in the league. Chris Ingles' team, he only scored a 104.38, which is funny because, you know, he scored more than a lot of other teams. You know, his biggest scores were defense in the San Francisco 49ers. Cam Akers, and Tom Brady. You know, but the Long Reach Hurricanes, they fed off of a two-headed monster with the last name Brown. Amra St. Brown and A.J. Brown from Philly and Detroit, respectively, as well as the Cleveland defense showed up and shut down the Houston Texans to lead Brodney's team to victory. And we keep moving down to a team extremely disappointing in the indoor Wookiee Nookies, led by our very own Justin Hamilton of the Let's Get Ready channel. He loses to another member of the LGR network, Josh Cohen. He scored 113.06 to 76.36. And uh, Derek Carr, Andy Dalton, Austin Eckler, they wore the, t- the players to, you know, you know, trying to head off of the attack from the Josh's team. But Josh's team showed up. Jets, Saquon, and Tyler Heineke were the leaders for the victory in the sense of the bye week, Mr. Joshua Cohen. Moving on to, you know, we'll skip that. We'll talk about that team with our guests in a little bit. But we're going to move on to the loss, the North, the North Las Vegas Lone Stars, five and eight, kind of an upset this week. They're five and eight. Last week, they were four and eight. Coming into this week, they beat 
one of the perennial favorites to win this league, the Columbia LBHT crew, you know, led by Jose Garcia and Caleb Ochoa beats him out this week. And Jose didn't have a very good week. He only scored 73.98. It could be a myriad of things. It could be injuries. It could be bye weeks. We don't know. We need to, we need to expand the full picture. But, you know, let's expand the full picture on this upset, really, because I really want to see this. Jose, ah, uh, yes. Boom, right there. Right away, we know why Jose did not have a good week. Lamar Jackson got injured against... What did he get? Denver, Denver, and Tyler Huntley had to came in, come in and and relieve him. So he only got one point out of his starting quarterback. Uh, and Derrick Henry and Cordell Cordell Patterson did not show up this week. So kind of a kind of a disappointment from their running backs. You know, you know, because the reason I expanded this is because I wanted to see of the upset. This was a massive upset in this league. The only person who really showed up was Christian Watson and Brian Robson. Everyone else really kind of didn't show up for Jose. And, you know, Caleb being powered by the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys scored 54 points, and all three members of his Cowboys scored in double figures. So Caleb is 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 doing good. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no. Fantasy football. Sorry. Fantasy football. And now go back to the scoreboard. We're going to rattle off the last bits of the scoreboard. Uh, the Twisted T. Higgins is last week. I do last week. Boom. The Twisted T. Higgins is. Also dropping over 140 points, 148.76, beating Nebraska Sky, Adelia's team. Uh, very handily, very cleanly. He was led by the shootout between Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. But then Devontae Smith kind of snuck in there, got a couple touchdowns and a couple of um, catches for the Philadelphia Eagles. And Twisted T is looking like he's in the playoffs as well, the projectedness. And then we come down. Is too hot, too throbbing, led by Greg Castillo, gets beaten by Vermont Moose, the one, the only Dagan, a part of the LGR team. He drops 137.6. His teams are led by the two wide receivers in DK Metcalf and Stefan Diggs, as well as too hot, too throbbing, was led by Geno Smith and John, uh, Jonathan, uh, Josh Jacobs. Unfortunately, Josh Jacobs didn't have another 50 point week like he did last week, but you know, so too hot, too throbbing didn't, didn't any, couldn't pull out the victory. So Vermont Moose is now clearly in first place out of the entire league. But now I want to break it down and I want to preview the projected playoff bracket as of this moment. So the number one seed is the Vermont Moose. It will be facing Columbia's LBHT crew. And then two and three are two hot, two throbbing and the twisted T Higginses. But, you know, we have one more week, uh, you know, turn your head in golf. Long reach hurricanes are still in this four downs, not three Josh. Josh Cohen's bye week are still in this. I'm still in this. Lamarvel Studios is still in this. We're at seven and six. You know, we need a little help in, you know, beating the teams. But, you know, it's still wide open. The only people who are completely out of this are the last four right here. Endor Rookie Nookies, led by Justin. The North Las Vegas Lone Stars, led by Caleb. As well as the Winton Thunder Bears, led by Chris. And Nebraska Sky, led by Adelia Chamberlain. But without further ado... Now let's talk about last week's matchup between Lamarvel Studios and Turn Your Head in Golf with the owner, the CEO, the main man, the man of many names, Mr. Tony Hendo. Tony, how are you, my man? Hey, you know what? Let me hear that applause, baby. Let me hear that applause. Let me hear that applause. Tony. Whoa. Right there. So, Tony, man, how are you, man? How you doing? I'm well on yourself. Thank you for having me. 
Thank you. Thank you for thank you for coming on. I really appreciate this to break down fantasy football with me. So now let's break down your team. All, All right. right. Wait a minute. I want to break. I want to break break something else down first. Let's just break it down. What are we breaking down? There are only four playoff teams. It's only four playoff teams. I think that's mm. how ESPN does it. Mm, this is not ESPN, but okay. No, it is ESPN. Mm, no, you 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 make your own rules, but okay. Anyway, we do. Anywho, oh, we, anywho, I didn't know this. I didn't know this. Can we check? In any fantasy team, in any fantasy league, you can set you can set the max or the minimum that you want for the playoffs. I didn't know this, but I just thought that, you know it's too many teams up here just for four teams to make the playoffs. But hey, it's not my league, so I will look into it, Tony. Yeah, you know. Wait, can we change it midway? We'll see. We'll see. We'll look into it. Okay, we'll into it. it's your league. Hey. We kind of, kind of use, kind of like use default, default settings for the first year. It's the first year. <laughs> default settings for the first year. Uh, I get it. It happens. Default settings. Default settings. But, but you know, let's talk about your team. The uh, Marvel Studios unfortunately fell this week to turn your head in golf, which is led by Rob Snark himself. Um, you know, looking over your team, Tony. Um, you know, your, your receivers showed up. Uh, your your two, your two quarterbacks got you some good points, double figures. Um. Where do you think what happened? Do you think the Kenneth Walker injury kind of hampered your full potential potential to this team? I mean, it hurt a little bit, but listen, I got beat by 36 points, essentially. Kenneth, Kenneth Walker himself, I don't think he was going to get make up that 36-point difference. But for me, just throughout the whole season, the biggest disappointment has been Aaron Rodgers. You know, he the one year that I decide that I'm going to use him in fantasy is the year he decides, hey, I'm going to Trent Dilfer this thing. And, you know, also my my injury to Rashad Bateman, you know, that kind of hurt Lamar as well, but it hurt me even more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, too, do you think the Steelers not being throwing the ball to George Pickens kind of threw everything out of whack as well? Because I did have him. I do have him in another league. And, you know, thank God I won that match. But, you know, he did really didn't help me kind of gave me some stressing. I was stressing on George Pickens. Yeah, man. You know, you you never know what you're going to get with the Steelers offense. Um, toddler digits. He just sometimes he's on, sometimes he's off. Um, I will say he does not have a favorite receiver. He just throws it to whomever's open, and they go from there. But yeah, just that offense in itself is it, it, hurting. But hopefully, I can't even say hopefully because they play us this week. So you know, I can't have George Pickens go off and give me a bunch of points. I might have to bench him because I can't root for him and root for the Ravens. So who do you think can take that spot in the flex position? Because you, you could, you know, you could go a multitude of ways. Um, Antonio Gibson, uh, Isaiah Likely, Darius Slayton, Allen Robinson, who's really like, not really, you don't really, or Cole Komet. Oh, Cole Komet, maybe. So Komet, Slayton, Gibson, maybe? Maybe Komet, possibly. Uh, Slayton, I'm pretty sure the one time that I actually put him in the lineup, because I have done that once or twice this season, is the times that he disappoints, because you never know what you're going to get with Daniel Jones or this offense in general. So, uh, you know, I may I may go with Isaiah Likely for the simple fact that he and Tyler Huntley have a connection. They've had a connection all preseason, and, and that was the one time that he had 100 yards in the first half of a preseason game. Now, I know it's preseason, but, you know, they had that chemistry being backups Normally, when they practice, they practice with one another. So hopefully, I don't want to do it, but I guess I'm gonna have to because I don't know what I'm getting with George Pickens, man. Mm-hmm. So Tony, overall, what what went into 
the roster construction of this team? Did you prioritize one position over the other? Or did you kind of like go in blindly and be like, you know what, let me experiment on this team? Yeah, I, I kind of went in blindly. And I figured that there were going to be certain things that I could get done. You know, I have some familiarity with you, Jose Brodney, in, in your drafting schemes. But it was the other guys that I didn't think would do certain things at certain times. Um, the biggest thing that hurt me was taking uh, Jonathan Taylor, number one overall, and him being injured. And then, more importantly, the Jeff Saturday experiment, which is not working out. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I think, honestly, you know, they just need to run the ball more. I feel like, you know, he the first game with Jeff Saturday, they ran the ball more, and he kind of showed his potential. But then, like, they kind of, like, got away from it against Dallas when clearly, you know, if you can run on Dallas – Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy. Like Aaron, the Green Bay Packers did it and they beat them. You know, you have John Taylor. Why don't you just run the ball? So, you know, there's there's that weird scenario with that, as well as, you know, Jeff Saturday, you know, even though he was been a, a 16-time NFL pro, eight, uh, like four-time all-pro, you still need to be some type of a head coach to wear clock management and do the schemes and, and the game plans. And here's the thing with Jeff Saturday, no offense to Jeff Saturday, he had coaches give him the game plans every week. Right. He's now the one giving the game plans. So, you know, he's he's a guy who's good at receiving information and executing it. He needs to go get the information for his players. But for me, it's kind of weird because if you know back about Jeff Saturday as a player, he and Peyton Manning used to get in epic arguments because he wanted to tell Peyton, run the ball. Like they have one that they a clip that they play on, on ESPN quite frequently. But he mm-hmm. argued with Peyton was like, we need to run the ball more. Now you're a center in the NFL. You're yelling at your Hall of Fame quarterback to run the ball. Now when you become a head coach and you get this opportunity with possibly and arguably the best bag in the league, you don't run the ball. Mm-hmm. It boggles my mind. I think, you know, they're just out to sabotage me and stop me from winning. Yeah, man. They they they, they are always there. Yeah, you know. They are always there. Um, Any any positives can you can take up from this week? Because, you know, like there's Terry scoring 24 and a half. You know, Chris Olave had 10 and a half. Any positives coming out of this? No, I lost. There's never a positive coming out of a loss. I'm not the typical Ravens fan. I do not do moral victories. I don't sit there and say, oh, well, look at him. He did pretty well for me, and look at him. He exceeded expectations. No, we lost as a team. My team thoroughly let me down. I'm on the outside looking into the playoffs, and I'm not happy about that. I'm not happy. But it's okay because, as you already know, my second season is always better than my first. That's true. That's true. That's true. So now let's move on to next week for you, Tony. Yeah. You are against bye week Josh Cohen at seven and six. He's sixth in the Western Division. You're seven and six, and you're third in the Eastern Division. Uh, you're the projected points. You know, sometimes you don't listen to the projected because people may, you know, change stuff. Uh, your projected points are 66 points, his 106.8. So there, there's definitely going to be some changing around stuff over there. Do you, where do you think you have the advantage on Josh to pull off this victory this week? I don't. Backup quarterback, possibly. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, like I said, I, uh, this looks a mess. I know I'm going to have to take out Kenneth Walker because he's not playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to take out Aaron Rodgers, Jonathan Taylor, anybody that plays for the Redskins, the Saints. I guess they're all on a bye, so. Yeah, yeah. These, these, are, these are your bye week players right here. Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Rodgers, Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson, Alave and Kement. He has Dotson, Samuel, Heineke, 
So he has the entire Washington's team was on the on, on his team for some odd apparent reason. <laughs> when he doesn't have is Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson and Ter- you have the other. I have, I have the other two. <laughs> you have the other two. So right. yeah, so the kind of it kind of ebbs and flows right here, kind of ebbs and flows. But yeah, so we're gonna see that. Um, pretty much. Yeah. Let me uh, go to this. Let me go to the overall football. You know, we 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 were here, but here's your team right here. Is everybody. So your only options really are James Robinson, Isaiah Likely, and Darius Slayton. God goodness. You know, one of them. Um, you know, you're gonna you end up having to move Tua Tungavailoa into the starting right. spot. Um, so you know, you say you, you're not a big moral victory guy. Yeah. So you do you believe you have no shot this week? I'm gonna make I'm gonna make some things shake. Listen, I'm gonna traverse the waiver wire, see if there are any surprising pickups. Cause listen, I got Cole Komet off of a whim. First game, mm-hmm. he got me like 20 points. I'll find somebody to take the place and give me some points. But the outlook is, will it be enough to get the victory? Because I'm not sure if, even if I win, I'll make the playoffs. Because that's the ultimate goal, is to be called champion, to be crowned. Take that title home. Have that pride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really. So is it is for you, it's championship or nothing. Facts. So, listen. We play to win the game. Really? Really? Yeah. You say that? Really? Yeah. Hello? <laughs> you play to win the game. Facts. Right, coach. Right, that's coach. All, that's the only reason we do it. And, and some some other teams in this league, they'll be dreaming about this. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about <laughs> playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Yeah. yeah. So there's that. You know, you know. So. You you don't you don't project yourself as a win this week because of I think the bye weeks have kind of screwed you over, you know, uh, basically like Terry McLaurin and Jonathan Taylor. You know, I know Jonathan has been a, hasn't been a good player this year, but there's on occasion he he scores double figures on when he's fully healthy. Um, right. When he's not healthy, you know, it's kind of he's not there. You know, and he's played when he's not healthy as well. There's one week he wasn't healthy and he played. He only got like six or seven points one week. You know. Uh, you may you could survive that one week, but you can't survive that over the season, and True. he hasn't really been helping. And then you know the George Pickens f- um, fiasco that you brought up earlier. You know your real life team is against him. Do you start him against your real life team? Yeah, I got to. Yeah, I, ha- I have you, no other choice. So as the as the Ravens online on Gatekeeper, do you think your corners cannot stop him? And do you think the only thing that stops him is Kenny Pickett? This is truth. Listen, you've seen. What that kid can do. He's had some of the most spectacular catches throughout the season. And the kid blocks. So in the run game, he just dominates. You see him throwing people around? Just throwing people around. Just tossing people around. Listen, I'm pretty sure they're going to try to put Marlon Humphrey on him. And listen, all pro Marlowe is having an outstanding season. But listen, George Pickens might use him as a rag doll. Our corners aren't that big and don't have that much weight. Um. Kenny Pickett is the only thing that's stopping him. We should have drafted him in the second round instead of taking David Ajabo, who is yet to play for us. Yeah, in a report of Jaden Ajabo, he should, you know, apparently the coach are like, he should play so hard in practice that makes us want to play him. So, yes, the guy who's coming off an Achilles injury, go extremely hard in practice. Yeah, you, exactly that guy. Yeah. No. That's and then guess what? Then they'll be like, he's injured, and then we won't see him for like a year and a half. They'll be like, oh, no, it was a bone bruise. 
I was like, what are you talking about? Ronnie Stanley can't walk. Right. What did he bruise? Something's broken. It's like, yeah, he'll be back next week. He's day to day. Day to day. Well, liars, listen, man. listen, no, John, liars, John Harbaugh's a liar. He's a liar. And he said Lamar's going to be out a week, maybe two weeks. That must mean Lamar's done for the season because that man never tells the truth when it comes to injuries. Yeah. One to three weeks is what the report was. A strained PCL for Lamar Jackson, which kind of hampers Columbia's LBHT crew in the long run if he's out for more than those weeks because playoffs are coming up. So let me get, you know, Tony, you know, we've kind of really kind of produced of your team lately. And I want to talk about your thoughts on the overall league. How was your experience this year on this league? And how do you think you can make changes in the upcoming year? This league sucks. Because I'm, well, I'm not winning. Not, that's because you're not winning. Not winning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, it's a great, it's a great league. And it's, it was fun, you know, going up against different people, getting different perspectives. Because, you know, some people just go with their guts. Some people use analytics. You know, some people just study draft books or they go on the internet. So I think we had a myriad of different points of drafting. Mm-hmm. And injuries aside, it was it was I mean it's a pretty decent season. Um, I was I was up in the standings until the injuries hit. But next season, I think that hopefully this draft will be after all the other drafts that we have. And anybody that brought any picks or you picks in other leagues, I'm staying <laughs> I'm staying away from because <laughs> you all have the golden kiss of death. Y'all just have team isn't that injured. What's up, Michael Thomas? Really? Because you have Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, but he... Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Chase. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was... Hey, but he showed up last week, though. But my point is, anything that you and Bradley touch... Uh, so I'm going to make sure... I'm going to make sure... I'm going to make sure to stay away from... Especially Bradley. Nah, his, yeah, whole, his, whole, nah, his whole team. Goodness I got Yeah, You know what? I'm not a big fan. not a big fan of the guy. <laughs> yeah, Brody. Yeah, I brought no, it's Brony. 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 Yeah, Brony. Yeah, it's, it's the homie Brony. Brony. Um, yeah, but let me get your thoughts on the on the projected playoff bracket. We may change it because I didn't know we could change that. Of course, I didn't, I didn't yeah. know this. We I, too, I'm sorry. We have too many teams to just have four participants. That's true. That's true. All right, but you know, as of this moment, it is Vermont, the Vermont Moose, and Columbia LBHT crew. Salty, okay. Uh, yeah, you are. You're. I'm. I'm. I got you. I am a little salty too. Salty. And we got the two hard two throbbing versus twisted T Higgins as well. Love both eight those and names. Three. Huh? I love both those names. Those, those phenomenal names. Not gonna lie to you. Yeah. Um. So, you, you, who do you think we're gonna get an upset, or is it gonna go full chalk? Okay. Um. I think the championship is going to be Vermont Moose versus the Twisted T Higgins. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, Do you think the Twisty Higgins is um scenario of like you know during the draft they drafted back to back quarterbacks? Do you think that's helped them in the long run? Yes. In most two quarterback leagues, if you can get two strong quarterbacks, a lot of other positions, especially mostly running back, you can find them a dime a dozen sometimes. And mm-hmm. I went with the mistake of picking a running back first overall, and once he went down, it kind of derailed my season, and that led me to getting uh, Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, I think that was a smart move. Mm-hmm. So, looking at the overall standings for all the team, look at like, the, the competitiveness of this entire league. The entire Western division is above 500. Okay. Um, and in the Eastern division, uh, we have the top three who are above 500. But just like the overall competitive, Tony, like give me your thoughts on that. 
because every week it was a, it was a fight. Every week it was a fight to get a victory in this league. Yeah, I mean, very competitive. Um, I think it's it's the opposite of the actual NFL. You know, the AFC is strong, like the Western Division here, and then the East is kind of like the NFC. You know, we 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 have some top heavy teams, and then you got just some terrible ones. Two and eleven. Yep, the Winton Thunder Bears, led by Chris Engel himself. You know, that, but going through it this year. I think I'm going through it. I think I think that that record is indicative of the name itself. The Winton Thunder Bears. And who is the indoor, the indoor Wookie Nookies? Ah, uh, it's um everyone's favorite Southerner, Mr. Justin Hamilton. Is that a uh, Hambone? That is Hambone. Is that the That's one who 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 guaranteed a championship? Yes, he did again himself a championship, as oh. well as um he did pull off a big upset last week when he beat the Columbia LBHD crew. Did he really? You know, I remember once Jose came on the show. They talked smack to each other, and the the challenges was set down fourth, and Justin prevailed the week. So he, he talks smack to everybody. What do you mean? Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> shut the hell up like ever, like really, pretty much. I'm pretty sure he's a little quiet right now. I mean, four and yeah, nine. Oh yeah, and he can't really talk. The man sucks. Look at that. Four and nine. We'd have to mute him. Yes. I have to mute him. Personally, I mute him. I mute him for my life sometimes. Who's he playing this week? Uh, So the indoor Wookiee Nookies are playing Long Reach Hurricanes. This matchup, the Long Reach Hurricanes, uh, the previous week, they dropped 192 on him. Um, The only people who are not playing for the Long Reach Hurricanes are his starting quarterback in Justin Fields. So he can possibly replace Justin Fields. I don't I don't know who can you let's see who he can replace with. He can replace Justin Fields with Russell Wilson. <laughs> or Deshaun Watson. He can move Deshaun to the starting quarterback and move a married of people in the offensive player category like Alec, Alec Pierce. Pierce. No, no, he's he's not I playing by week. Brandon Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk, exactly. Brian Ayuk, he does get some points on occasion, you know. Well, now, you know, Brock Purdy, does he like Brandon Ayuk? That's the question we must ask ourselves. This is true. But, I mean, it looks like Brandon's going to win by a landslide. So, your man's going to have double-digit losses. Yeah. But also, to the previous matchup, Brandon, he scored 187. Those are my numbers. Whew. Against Justin's 106.6. So, yeah. there's that. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, guys, you know, it was, it was a pretty short uh, episode this week. So, again, I'd like to thank Tony, Antoine Henderson, Tony Hendo. Just throwing, Ravens, out, just throwing out governments, left and right. The man, of, the man of many names and many talents. Look at them. Look at that background. Look at that. He created that. Look at that. Look how look how creative that man is. That's Lamar Jackson. So, Tony, yes, where sir. can people find you, my man? Uh, you can find me. Every Wednesday night doing a video on the Ravens pregame. You can find me every Sunday at 7 p.m. doing a live stream after the game, doing a wrap-up, sometimes with my man Ferris, other friends. Um, you can also find me every Sunday at noon doing a show with my man, Mr. Galloway, with Electric Relaxation with Mr. Galloway, if you are into old-school hip-hop. And you can also find me every Monday night at 9 p.m. doing a Ravens roundtable with uh, OTR Mike, uh, LBHT, Jose and Brodney, Chris Just Joking, and Coach Evans on Sip to Tally's channel. 
So you can find us there doing that. Um, sometimes I'm just everywhere. People just ask me, come on. I show up. Well, I try to. Yeah. And we appreciate you for coming on. All right, guys. I'm Ferris Milano. You can find me at Ferris Milano on Twitter. You can find me on the new Let's Get Ready, the Highlights channel. That's live right now. This is where you'll be watching this episode on the new channel. Make sure to like and subscribe over there. We have 52 subscribers at the moment. We're trying to get to 60. Then from 60, we get to 70, 70 to 80, 80 to 90, 90 to 100, from 100 on the path to 1,000. That's what we're trying to do, man. Trying to, you know, have fun. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe. As well as if you want to support us a little bit more, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. Yes, it is. Slash, there it is right here. Patreon.com slash LGR underscore network as well. As well as we have a merch store at store.letsgetreadynetwork.com. We have the fancy football stuff on there. We have good friends, better rivals. We got the rally. I quite enjoy the rally and the playoff beer logos on a good shirt. They're pretty phenomenal. Make sure to see that as well as Wednesday. Actually, no, no, you're, uh, no, no, not Wednesday. Sorry, forget about that. But on that note, everyone, have a nice day. Stay calm, stay cool. Thank you to Tony for being on the show. And see y'all next week where we talk fantasy football, the realm of stuff we love in a world of make-believe. <laughs>